We live and we die. What's gonna matter is what we do in that space in the middle. Welcome to Zai to Inspire Podcast. I'm Jerome. I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur. I'm here to bring him a life and bring him a world. Drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems. And if you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. So yeah, I'm back with another episode. It's episode 50. And like, yeah man, like I put Wycliffe at the beginning because that's, a, that's a, like a running thing that really is the driver of everything. Like I think I spoke about this before on other episodes. I've had a lot of death. Like some of us have as well. Like then I've had my whole life in the last two years. Mad, like mad, like like Pacific people as well. So it's really like, wow, like literally you got to like treat every day like it's your last. Live like you could die tomorrow. And you know, it's real. It's real, man. We never, we never know where we're going to go. Like that death is a surprise. Um, you know, even if it's someone's ill, you know, you never know when that day is. Um, so it's tough. And I feel like you have to live like, you know, everything you do, every every action you make is a driver to getting you where you need to get to. And like, you know, everything you're doing now is is, is going to affect you in about five years time. Where you are now is, is stuff that you've done five years ago, you know. And, you know, patience is a good thing because, you know, if you have patience, then, you know, you could deal with the short term. It's really short term things, right? And like, not have instant gratification. Nothing happens overnight and like, I was speaking about this to a colleague the other day. I just started a new, a new role, similar mindsets, and the biggest thing really, which is the gripe, like for like myself, is like you have to have the circle. You have to be the average of the five people you talk to the most. That's a fact. That's that's that's, that's a set in stone principle that will never, you can never eradicate that. You know, a lot of people already are because who they know. You know, and, that, and the reality is, the reality is even to the fact you're growing up, you know, and again, I work with the youth, you know, the adults, you know, especially your parents, you adopt all of these things, your community where you live, all these things that influence in your behavior subconsciously or consciously. That's why we always tell the kids, pick your friends, know who you hang around with. You know what I mean? And sometimes, I think the hardest thing is like, when I speak to some of the youths that are on the road, it's like, they might be good guys, but their friend's not a good guy. And they love their friend and they can't separate themselves from their friend and that's difficult. And, um, I feel like we all have, especially children, this need to fit in and this need to be liked and this need, it's a need and it's not good because it becomes uh, some sort of, um, it's like a void, right? And if you have voids in life, man, and, and, and you're looking for people to fill it, it's going to be a never-ending cycle and you can easily get depressed and easily get upset, of course. And I'm, I just want people to listen to this and say, you know what, no one's going to come and save you. People care. People will listen. I don't think being nobody cares. But bottom line is, they got their own stuff. They got to deal with that takes a lot of work. So they will be sympathetic and listening and understanding. But you need someone that's going to kick you up the ass and play devil's advocate and really push you and get you that motivation you need. Because you know, nothing wrong with being depressed or saying today, but you dwell on it. If you sit on it, it's never. You're never going to change your life. So don't moan. Don't complain. I've never been a complainer. I've never seen. I'm never going to be the guy that you hear complaining. When I do something, then you know that's the action talking rather than my mouth going on forever and ever and ever and ever. So, yeah. So, yeah, man. So, for me, like, I'm in a good place right now. I've got, like, the next, what, rest of the year. There's, like, actually, I think there's 23 weeks left of the year, something like that, or 26 weeks left of the year. Because um, I saw a post on Instagram and it said something about that's how many weeks we have left. And I'm literally just going to pull it up now because it was, like, really, really hit me as well, like, See me, like I only follow things that um, are beneficial to me. Like I don't follow things that are not going to be useful. You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, so yes, I do have Instagram 
um, people that I follow, that I admire, that I'm inspired by. Um, I'm, you know, but I follow pages that just post positive, motivational stuff. And then again, it's all about subconscious, man. So it's about feeding that. So yes, if you go on Instagram, you could be time wasting or you can be time consuming, depends on how you look at it. Um, so in it, yeah, like I said, we have 26 weeks left until 2023. If you've got bad habits, if you've got things you're working on, if you're complaining and you're sick of hearing your own voice, change today, make a plan. And if you don't want it bad enough, that's the reason why you're not doing it. You have to have your reasons. Reasons reap results. Um, that's a fact. You know, people don't do things for no reason. That's why I start with your why is a massive book for me because why do you want to work with the youth? Why do you care? Why is it mattering? But when you line stuff with your purpose, your life purpose, like I generally feel like everything I do in my life is going to affect the next generation regardless if I like it or not. Everything you do as an adult, your job is to set people up. It could be through a conversation, it could be through opportunity, it could be through just being around, it could be just literally, like, because when I, as I got older, I realised, wow, this is why this one said this and that said that then, and then I realised that, wow, all these adults, the, the, the biggest thing is like, they need, we're like, children need us to live, right? <laughs> like a baby can't live without um, an adult having adequate housing or adult having adequate heat and hot water and adult to give them clothes and their back and food and all this stuff. So that's just a baby, but it carries on. You know, just the needs are different. And obviously, as you get older, you get some responsibilities. Like, you can work You can work now. You can start earning money when you get to, like, 16, 17, 18. Do you know what I mean? So then you can start crying things that you asked your mum for. Um, but I think everyone should just, you know, give their kid a bill. Break down the finances in the household. Let a, You know, when my cousin gave my little cousin um, a gas bill, best thing she ever done. He just gave it to her. Didn't explain her this and that. She used her brain and said, look, figure this out. What does this mean? This is something you're going to be dealing with for the rest of your life. Bills keep coming, so you've got to keep making money. So I give thanks for my cousin learning, giving her child that and letting her understand the necessities of, of living. And it's not easy. You know, one of my one of my ambitions is to open a centre for young people to live independently, man. It's like, you know, we give them a supported accommodation um, and they're able to be able to cook, clean, run a household. You know, the stuff that you, your parents nagged you about is something that you need. You know, it's a, it's a life skill. You might not look at it as a life skill, but it's a life skill, lining up in a line. As an adult, that's all you do forever. You're lining up in lines. So when I used to work in my old school, it was like that was something that kids just didn't understand impatience. I, I get impatient. I'm an adult, but I've learned how to deal with impatience in, in the shopping centre or in the ATM or in my, wherever I am. I need to have patience in life. And for me, pandemic showed me that. When we had to go line up long down the line just to buy food, just something that we need, it got mad. Like, it got real peak, you know? I used to end up going, like, early, early, early morning, right? And I used to go there, like, and be standing in line for literally, like, more than an hour. And I used to have conversations with people and, like, listening to people. Like, it's just, it's, it's a humbling time. I feel like, really, we learned, pay. I learned patience, man, because that was the longest time anyone's probably ever waited for food in their life. And I'm, I brought, remember, I brought so much food because it was like, you waited so long just to buy a little, it doesn't make no sense. I used to buy so much food. But anyway, back to this year, like, I feel like anyone, man, set a goal, set a target, keep working, keep going, don't give up. Like, that's so cliche, but it's real. Like, if you literally hold on till the wheels fall off, you might end up getting somewhere. You know what I mean? And I think the, the biggest problem is most people don't believe and don't, don't you know, they don't persevere, bruv. Perseverance, man, like, Nothing's going to happen your way. Nothing's going to happen the way you want. You just need to keep going. Whatever happens, whatever comes your way, you just grab it, keep moving. Grab it, keep moving. That's my mentality. But life's going to always 
uh, make things hard for you, to test you. The universe might just test you as soon as you create the goal to see if you really want it. You know, and it's, you know, it's the discipline, right? You've got to have that discipline to say, you know what? I don't want to let myself down, right? I don't want to have a regret because I didn't do this or didn't do that or didn't do no. The time is now. We've got 24 hours in a day. Everyone's got the same time. It's what you do with it. You've got to utilize the time that you have because reality, time goes. Yes, it resets 24 hours, next 24, next 24. But I'm making sure I can look back at the end of June, look back at the end of the week, look back at the end of the day and be like, rah, I've achieved this. I've gone bed with satisfaction. You wake up with determination. You wake up saying, look, I'm going to kill this day. I'm going to make sure I achieve this and be productive as possible. So for me, I've got like a few things that I'm working on to help me um, exercise that and make it strong because we all not, you know, we have to develop these things. We're not naturally like this. Um, again, like half of the year of 2002 is almost over. So make the first steps now. Each week, progress. Each week, trust me, you'll feel better because of it. Your self-esteem will go higher. You'll feel better about yourself. And, you know, most people don't say, don't do what they say they're going to do. So the main thing is just to work on yourself and work on your achievements and try to have an element of balance. I've gone on forever, but I'm just passionate about personal development and, um, you know, going for your goals because that's all I've been doing. That's all I do. Um, and I enjoy the process. You know, I enjoy the process. And... What I would say about anyone that's working a job, we need to work. Like I just talk about bills and stuff. Bills are going to keep coming. We're not talking about a phone bill, optional. We're not talking about even a car finance because you don't have to have that. We're talking about if you actually are growing adult and you've got household bills, like rent, council tax, yeah, these things will never go away, right? So you've got to make sure that you're always, you know, having income. You've always got money coming in. But sometimes a lot of people have ambition. They have ideas. And because they lack self-esteem and confidence, they feel like all I need to do is get a well-paid job and everything's okay. But that's the trick, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. What I said is save your money while you're there. Build relationships so you can leave the job better than you came out. You don't want to be in the same position um, than when you came out. Even me, when I left my school, I came better than I came in. The school was better than I came, you know what I mean? And that's how I look at it now when like everything I come in, like now I'm like, okay, wherever I'm in, how is it when I'm going to leave in six months, three months? And I think that, you know, the biggest thing that I heard in this school and my last one was like, Jerome, you made so much of a, a big impact in a small amount of time. And for me personally, every day I had a purpose. Every day I had an objective. What am I going to achieve today? How am I going to achieve it? If I didn't achieve it, let me review. That's myself. The job didn't need to tell me to do that. So I look at, I use the job. The job is like my slave. I'm the master. People want to be like slaves to the nine to five. I'm, I'm, I'm a master. I use that time to network. I use that time to have experiences. I use that time to develop skills that's transferable for things that I want to do. So this is what I'm saying. So I'm using these things now. Instead of me complaining and moaning and whining, which is a joke. I'll be honest with you. Stop whining. People are just, this is a joke right now. I'll be honest with you. You've got a life. You know, babies die every day. You know, you're lucky to even be alive. So for me, I'm that kid. I'm a survival baby. I could have died at birth. Don't want to go too much in my story. So maybe my drive is that. So everyone, man, stop whining, stop complaining. The fact you've got a life, you're healthy, you got, you live in a country where you can go out and work. You know, you know how much disabled people would love to just be in your position. So like, just really look at what you're, you know, grateful for rather than what you don't have. People sit back and look at, oh, I haven't got this, I haven't got that, I haven't got that. If you ain't got it, go and get it. Go and get it. Like, what's really stopping you, bruv? Right now, there's no middleman. The internet has made things easier, faster, and sometimes cheaper. Most things I do is on the internet. It's at the fingertips. 
It's literally in our hands. It's in our house. Like, like reality, we got to really go deep. And that's why I always say, work on your, your mindset, work on yourself, because that's really where it starts. So sometimes people have a salary and that's like a drug, right? Because you've got consistent money coming in and you forget about your dreams. You're like, oh, well, I've got consistent money. I remember someone telling me recently, like, oh, well, I want to get a mortgage. So if I want to get a mortgage, I have to go and like, you know, go and get a job because, you know, if I'm an entrepreneur, the things, that's the whole point. The, but I think for me, anyway, I'm talking as an entrepreneur, the system don't want entrepreneurs. They want people that are creating the rules. They want people that are finding loopholes in taxes and stuff like that. They want to suck you as much as possible, right? So when you work, this P-A-Y-E. They want to make sure that you're paying as much mass insurance as you can every year, as enough tax as you can every year. So someone told me this years ago, and it's true. Poor people, they take their money first and you, you spend what's left over. Rich people... We spend the money and we pay our own taxes, and that's the kind of the mo- that's the kind of thing I was trying to show him. Is like if you're not dependent on the government, if you're not dependent on the system, the system is made for you to fail. I'll be real with you. Everyone you know, entrepreneurs, they've all punted the system. They all find their own way to be successful and make a living. It's not easy, and it's not for everyone, and it's it's risky. But you got to do what's right for you. Um, and and if you feel like just because somebody gives you more money. Like, what is more important? Is it money or is it freedom? Just because someone gives you more money, don't forget about what you've actually tried to do or what you're trying to do in your life. Everybody's got goals. Everyone's got ambition. I'll be real. Everyone's got something they want to do. But will they jump off the cliff and actually do it? But anyway, give, you know, for me, I'm about giving knowledge, spreading knowledge, spreading the wealth. I really wish you took some of this information in. And um, yeah, I'm going to just quickly talk about a few things before I wrap up. Um, and my main thing for me is to, I think I've spoken about this before, but I always repeat it as well because I really want to, you know, repetition is a father learning. So I really want it to be fed into my own subconscious, but find something, start with your why. Like I said, start your reason. What is the reason? Why are you grinding so hard? Why are you risking it all just to have something, right? Is is the things going to make you happy? Is it? No, for me. It's the, it's the inspiration you're going to carry on to the next generation. So when I have a business, I want to give shares to my son or my daughter. I want to have cash flow that's coming in that I control, that I can pull money from and say, look, son, here's a, here's 10 grand, here's 20 grand. I'm going to Ibiza in August and one of the places called Obeach, I'm a super study, I studied the game. Obeach was started by these um, English people who came over, one of them married um, someone that was from Spain and then he had his children there and his children was just born into the business, right? They had that as an option. So now the way the guy was explaining it was like they were people that came to Ibiza that loved the lifestyle and they played to their personality traits and their characteristics. And I generally feel personally that that's definitely an avenue to love what you do on a daily basis. Do something that don't feel like work. Do something that's natural, that's you, that you would do for free, but you do it so well you get paid for it. So that's what I heard when he was talking about it. So when I go there, I want to try and meet. That's why I'm like, I'm one of them guys. I'm like, I want to meet you. I've come here. I want to have a business in different countries. I want to have property in different countries. Why not? Why not? People might look at you and think, you you dream too big. This is this needs to be realistic. What does that even mean? Everyone that had anything you see in life that's created something, that's something that we use as thought big. Yeah, it's been seen as uh, outlandish and sometimes too far-fetched, but no, no, no dream and no idea is big. Right, it's big because you're saying to small-minded people like that. Mm, you know, that ain't gonna happen, and you know, you know, you just gotta go for it. You never know. So, providing jobs, providing jobs for me is, is is amazing because you don't have to go to a person and give a CV. I'm 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 giving you a job based on not just because you're related to me or because you're around me. I'm doing jobs based on you as a person. 
Because I, I want people, I want to put this out there as well. Not just because you're around me, we're going to treat it properly and make sure you become better because of it. So jobs to the next generation, ownership, you know, invest in a business that produces jobs. So like, you know, like I said, my children can come and, you know, they can work when they want, family business, use that money to put in the sign that they want to do. Um, so they don't have to, you know, work 10 years, five years, 20 years and something they hate, right? Just to get by, you know, and it's really important for the next generation. And again, not just for my kids when I have them, it's for any any youth that's around me, you know, part of the D2I Foundation, uh, Desire to Inspire, is we're going to provide the youth with um, internships and apprenticeships in any field they want. This is a new generation. And I don't want to give away too much about my program, but it's revolutionary, 100%. Um, for me, I, I don't want, you know, you have to work and slave um, for someone to say you're fired. Like, someone can just turn around and say you lost your job. Where's the control in that? You ain't going to fire yourself. That's why it's good to always... I tell all young people, any young people, start a business. At 18, start a business. Not even have a plan B, but I'm saying have something that you control that's your vehicle, that's your ship, you're the captain. You don't have to tell them to go left where they want to go right, right? And they hold the power because they pay you a salary. They're basically putting food in your mouth. Let's be real. If they're in charge of providing you so you can cover your breadline, they're literally like, they're controlling you. That's just the reality of it. So if you haven't got that courage to jump off and make a big risk for yourself... For you, then you shouldn't really be complaining about the job that you don't like. You just save your money, make the most of your day, and leave when you can. Um, for me personally, I hate asking permit, asking for permission. I hate taking orders. Um, and people, a lot of people just want that safety and security of a job every day. And for me, I don't really care about that. I'll be honest with you, because every time I made a decision that seems a bit off, I always won in the long run. So... I'm going to drop a book right now, which is the first book drop of the podcast episode, and it is called Strive, How Doing the Things Most Uncomfortable Leads to Success. So you got to make sure you jump out the comfort zone, jump out the window, do things that make you scared, do things that you're not even sure about. Let's be honest. And, you know, if you don't feel excited and fearful at the same time, it might not be the right thing for you, man. So, you know, you're never going to be, one, just, I want to put this out there, you're never going to be 100% in the decision. You have to always be half and half. But again, once you make that leap and you get to that point, you're thinking, wow, I can do this, you know, and you start feeling better. So I feel like even if it puts you in this decision where it might even make you better off, I mean, worse off, and then you might think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have made a decision. No, you should have. It's put you in a position to now you can execute even harder because now you haven't got the comfortability or whatever maybe has been taken away. So definitely get that book. It's called Strive. Amazing book about coming to your comfort zone, basically. Um, so a lot of these people, nine to fivers, um, maybe not the young, not the youth. I feel like people that are like in their fifties and sixties, people that are at the end, people that have been working for literally, like I said, 25, 20 years, 15 years, they're working for the weekend, you know? And like you're working hard for a corporation that can fire you any day. They feel like it. Um, and you've got nothing to pass down to your family. You can't go to your, your job and say, look, I want to take out some cash flow from this business and give it to my children. All, 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 we, all we really, from what I see, we have to be proud of is a mortgage for a house we don't really own. And in a country that, you know, some people don't like, you know, and they're sitting here grinding for a 25-year mortgage. And, you know, it's just it's just sad to see. So we need to open up different avenues. We, we want to break tradition. We want to create new ways of doing things. And this generation, well, more the Gen Zs, but the millennials are really the guys that are going to pioneer it. And the Gen Z are going to just bust everything. I generally feel that. 
Um, but you got to have something to be proud of and, you know, and reasons why you're going to be rich. And so you don't have to worry about money. For me, I don't want to worry about money. I don't want to every day worry about how much I got, when they're going to get it, when it's coming. Da, da, da. Oh my, da, no. So you got to invest, you got to grow, you got to make sure you know how to make money multiply. And jobs are for lazy people who don't want to invest in themselves. And that might be an outlandish line. You might feel like, why are you saying that? What I'm saying is, use a job as a vehicle to get where you need to get to. Have a plan. Have a six-month, 12-month plan. Because literally, like I said, it's all about control and ownership. And if you generally feel like you're going to work something for 10, 25 years, put money into a pension, put money into a mortgage, by the time you have kids now, you're really stuck now because now you've got more mouths to feed, more responsibilities. And once you increase your financial commitments, life becomes much more difficult uh, to push through. And it's very, very challenging to push through your personal ambitions and your personal goals once you've got a life in your hands. Number one, facts. Um, so yeah, man, you got you got to understand that consequences uh, do not make the man; they reveal them to himself. And that's basically a line from a book that I'm going to drop called "As a Man Thinketh" by James Allen. Amazing book, and it's just about the mindset. It's literally you are what you think, and you you can think yourself into depression. You can have a negative mindset. It's all about perceptions, man. So you know, life is not. What it is, is what you think it is. <laughs> you believe what you say to yourself more than anybody else in the world. So if you were to internalize, internal, I don't know if it's the right word, but I'll say it anyway, internalization, bully yourself in your head, then you're causing depression because you're causing yourself. You're, you're saying it to yourself more than anybody else is saying it and then you believe it because your mind is literally putting, you're putting yourself down. Um, so break that. Break that dirty cycle of just thinking negative and thinking low of yourself, man. It's not going to do anyone any good if you need therapy, if you need help, if you need meditation, if you go and exercise. I feel the best way you can do is be active. And if you sit down, you're, all you're going to do is keep going through the same cycle. So literally change it, change your life. Literally change your thinking and change your life. That's, that's a real line. Fear and doubt are dream killers. Get them out of your life. You do not need them. And you've got to be consistent. If you have a business, find a niche, find out why you're different, be able to have a strong USP and never get complacent. If you reach a target, always set more goals, always set more targets, you know, always reach higher than you can because life is short. This is Jerome from Desire to Inspire Podcast and I'm out.